You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And we've got an exciting show for you today. We've got our sponsors from Green Valley Grains to tell us about the processes of... uh, making the pigeon mixes and everything they make for us pigeon fanciers so that'll be interesting also we have a johnny saggers from the western pigeon federation who is congratulations to him vice president of the western pigeon federation he's coming on to tell us some stuff that the yarraville club is uh, doing for pigeon racing we also have our pigeon radio australia vet on pigeon radio australia this morning and that's dr rob marshall because uh, a lot of fans in Melbourne have been experiencing watery droppings and uh, they can't get to the bottom of it. So Rob Marshall is going to explain what this disease is and how to treat it. So stay tuned for our Pigeon Radio Australia vet, Dr. Rob Marshall. And also we have Andrew James, who is from Wangaratta, who races with his uh, father, Steve James. So stay tuned for the next two hours and listen to this great show, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Stop the pigeon! And I'm going to introduce the Falcon, the Maltese Falcon. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years, the Falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese Falcon... Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. (laughs) 
Good morning, Mr. Tiny Barbara, Mr. Maltese Falcon. How are you, mate? Good evening, good morning to you, good morning Joe, good morning all the listeners and good morning to everybody around the world. What happened to your voice, Tony? How you going anyway, Tony? Good? No, not bad anyway. What happened to your voice? I don't know, just... Too much luckier, I reckon. I had a bit this morning. <laughs> anyway, we got to jo- introduce Mr. Italiano here. back folks let's give him a warm welcome back to pigeon radio australia introducing the one and only pigeon racing italian stallion joe angelino good morning mr joe angelino good morning Ivan fonti good morning the falcon tony barbara and good morning to all the listeners hope you're all well with <laughs> ivan yeah. Tony, you alright? I think you better bring some. You know what? Give him some water. Give him some water. Next week we've got to bring some crumpets and honey. Oh, yeah. Good idea. These, this coffee and donut is no good. It's no good for our diet. What do you think? <laughs> it's the throat, I reckon. Yeah, it crumpets stuck. and honey. Yeah, it gets stuck in his throat. <laughs> the biscuits. Uh. Anyways. Hey, we've got some uh, really good interviews today. Looking forward to them. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, we we, uh, we have... Should we've be good. Got, yeah. Should be good. Should be funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, should be all right. Should be all right? Yeah. That's it. All yeah. right, let's uh, let's do it. Let's you want to do it? Yeah. Um, do you want to put a song on or whatever? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a song. I've got a song. You put What's... me on the spot all the time, but hang on, where is it? This <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. So I'm prepared. No, I'm you're prepared. not. You're never I'm prepared. Oh, I, uh, I know you always get me. You got any requests, <clears throat> Mister Angelino? Yes. Give me uh, Ed Sheeran, Shivers. Oh yeah, Ed Sheeran. He's popular. Yeah. Isn't he? So he's good. Yeah. He's really good. He filled the MCG. Yeah. Oh, and he broke the record in Perth on the wow. weekend. Wow. Good on him. Biggest crowd in Perth ever good for a concert. on him. There He's a go. legend. The guy's a legend. All right. We should get him on the radio show. <laughs> yeah, he Does he raise pigeons? Well, we'll just we'll get him started. <laughs> yeah, let's get him on. We're going to put him in the VPO. Exactly. Imagine how many members we have then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine after the Facebook page, be off its head. Uh, maybe we should find a celebrity to raise pigeons and then... Nominate, that's, nominate that's a good a, idea. Nominate a flyer and race uh, pigeons under their name. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Joe Camilleri. Ding, ding, ding. Joe Camilleri there. Greatest Maltese musician in Australia. Well, there you we'll go. Get him to race pigeons. Yeah, <laughs> he might have pigeons. You never yeah, know. He might. You never know. Well, he's from Altona. Go and look him up. Yeah, you serious? Yeah, he lives in Altona. All right, I'll go look him up. Go I'll go have a coffee up. with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're All going right, to listen to Ed Sheeran here on Pigeon Radio Australia with his song Shivers.
I never kissed a mouth that tastes like yours. Strawberries and something more. Oh yeah, I want it all. Lipstick on my guitar. Fill up the engine, we can drive real far. Go dancing underneath the stars. Oh yeah, I want it all. Mmm, got me feeling like I wanna be that guy. I wanna kiss you right. Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor GreenValleyGrains.com. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. 
For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramood Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, and I'm Mandy. And we're two peas in a podcast. We're also mums of awesome twins with disabilities. The amazing thing about our podcast is the incredible community that it's created and it's made us realise we're not alone. It's a place where everyone feels they belong. Sunday, March 26 is Neighbour Day, a day that reminds us all why it feels good to belong. For tips on how you can create belonging for yourself and others, visit neighboursevryday.org. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Joe Camilleri here from the Black Sorrows and you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away, away, oh
On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have uh, from, it's my pleasure to announce, from Green Valley Grains, our new sponsor here on Pigeon Radio Australia, we have uh, Paul Lamagno and Megan McKenzie on the line. How are you, fellas, and uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you for having us. Thank you much. Good, thank you, and it's a pleasure having you here, and I'm uh, very uh, thankful that you uh, sponsored our radio program, first of all. Not a problem. Can you tell us about a short history on how Green Valley Grains was established? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Ivan. Um, so uh, it's a family-owned business that's been probably running for a good um, nearly 20 years. Ten years ago, the family um, took the step of um, making it a little bit more bigger, a bit more marketable, so they've um, moved it to a bigger premises. And, yeah, from there, we've, that's where we are now. Oh, that's great. What is the process of obtaining grains for the pigeon mixes that you make? Yeah, so um, well, I've, I've purchased all the grains for the mixes here, mate. So uh, my job here is, one of my jobs here is to um, source all the grains from our um, local markets. Okay, and uh, you mainly uh, from uh, which states of Australia is possibly? Yeah, Victoria? mainly the eastern seaboard, mate. It's anywhere from Victoria, New South Wales, up into Queensland, mate. Um, predominantly where we buy our grains from. I've noticed that on your bags and on your website, uh, you mentioned that it's a feed-safe accredited feed manufacturer. Would you like to please explain to the listeners what this means exactly? Sure, I'll take that one, Ivan. The feed-safe is a, a national standard for uh, the stock feed um, millers, and basically it's a quality system that um, puts feed millers under an auditing um, system of HACCP and GMP to make sure that we are manufacturing our products to a standard or export quality standard uh, to ensure the quality of our products um, for the food chain as we supply products that go into the food chain. So um, FeedSafe is, is the governing body um, for the stock feed millers of Australia. And uh, we are governed under them through that auditing process. Uh, your mixes have a vegetable oil and protection mixed into the mixes. Could you please explain to the listeners the benefits of this? Yeah, sure. So protection is um, actually one of the only research-based uh, probiotics on the market. It's actually uh, manufactured by um, International Animal Health under the guidance of CSIRO, where they've done about 30 years of research to manufacture Protexin. It's a multi-strain probiotic um, designed specifically for animals and we use it to benefit the overall gut health and the microflora within the um, intestinal tract. Of uh, We use it in our, obviously our pigeon mix but also in some of our poultry mixes um, as well. So uh, we utilise the technology of Protexin in its oil form, as well as um, there's also one called um, IFS, which is uh, a powdered-based um, uh, Protexin pronature that um, we utilise in our pellets as well. Did you get advice for this um, from veterinary advice? or Because there's some people that go around saying, oh, you put oil on the seeds, it's no good for the for the animals. So the... the, the um, Fat lipids, so the oil base, uh, actually is just the carrier for um, the um, the probiotic itself. Um, so, in that oil-based format, it just allows us to spread it evenly throughout the mix. Um, so, oils in in general, as being a fat source, an energy source um, for any animal, is a great energy. Um, 
product that can be utilised by the animal as an energy source, as light carbohydrates, um, especially for any animal doing an endurance um, event, um, carbohydrates and fats play a very important role in that energy expenditure. And how did Green Valley Grains produce the various recipes for your available pigeon mixes? Yeah, so we've been working uh, together with local flies for a number of years. Um, and just a bit of our knowledge and a bit of their knowledge, we've come up with these um, mixes that we now have. Does Green Valley Grains mix custom mixes if a racing pigeon flyer wanted to get some custom mixes made? No, not, not generally, mate. We, we stick to our own blends and, uh, and back what we do here. It comes down to really to tonnage there uh, being commercially viable. Uh, before you mix the grains for your pigeon mixes, uh, we have heard that your grain is stored in the cleanest of environments. Could you please explain how your grain is stored? Well, that's part of our feed safe accreditation that our site is maintained clean and it is also uh, up to standard. Um, we've also got aerated silos. So once the grain's stored in the silos, air gets pushed through. That prevents um, any pests or mould or anything appearing on the grain. So that's why we do that, mate. Oh, that's great. It is our, our quality um, processes are, are go right go right back to our suppliers as well. So we have a full chain of responsibility from inwards goods to outwards. So um, our our products are fully traceable from from both inwards and outwards. So yeah. uh, that's again part of that. Um, HACCP and um, feed safe accreditation process. It's extremely important for racing pigeon flies to obtain the best possible grain on the market as it affects the racing pigeon's form and performance. Is Green Valley Grains on a constant mission to improve the quality of your pigeon mixes, especially the mixes racing pigeon fanciers prefer to use? Yeah, 100%. And, and that's why we've recently brought out three more blends uh, to our base mix especially the high fly mix, which has got the the hemp seeds in it, which I think is probably one of the only ones in the market utilising hemp seeds. Um, so we are, as a business, and not just in, in, the, in the pigeon space, but in, in poultry, um, in hobby and equine and um, small animal, we do uh, strive to be the, the, the best in our field that, that we possibly can. And we are always innovating, um, new products and enhancing the product lines that we already have. Fantastic. And that comes down to having quality suppliers, sourcing quality grain and ensuring that the suppliers that we use are um, constantly updating their, their um, uh, processes as well. Fantastic. Uh, featured on your website, there is a Zoos Victoria logo and you supply Zoos Victoria with their feed. What types of feed do you supply to Zoos Victoria and how did this come about? So uh, we, we as, a, as a business, wanted to give back to industry um, and given that our, um, you know, the industry that we're in, 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 in um, the animal space that Zoos Victoria was a, um, a good synergy for us and so we donate um, seeds to their Fight Against Extinction program. So we supply mostly bird seeds to their finches, um, native finches, uh, native budgies uh, and also too actually we supply a lot of pigeon mix. It doesn't go, some goes to their native pigeons but a lot of it goes to their primates because they use it as um, interactive um, foraging um, tools within their um, exhibits. So they'll throw out pigeon mix and then the primates will actually go and, 
and forage for them throughout the day and look for the peas and look for the corn and, and the larger seeds. So um, it's really a fantastic relationship that we've had with Suze Victoria over the last three or four years, um, which will continue on hopefully for many years to come. Oh, that's fantastic the way that works. We have noticed that Green Valley Grains supplies a very affordable product. How is Green Valley Grains in this economic environment made so affordable to the general animal keeper that feeds grains to its stock? Yeah, so that's a good one, Ivan. So obviously our buying power now is, um, comes into um, effect for that, mate. So the, the more we the purchase, the better price that I can secure the grain for and the better we get growers. So the more that people know about us, the more people want to supply us. Oh, that's great. Does Green Valley Grains export to the international European markets? Uh, not at this stage. We have had um, interest from overseas. Um, we'll sort of have constant interest from overseas, but we like to ensure at, the, at this stage just to um, cater to the Australian market um, and do what we do well. And then, you know, in, in future, you know, who knows what the future holds, but at, at this current stage, we're just going to stay within Australia. What message would you like to relay to our listeners and to Racing Pigeon Flyers of Australia via this radio program? Mainly that um, Green Valley Grains is an Australian family-owned business buying from Australian farmers and producing the best quality grain that, that we can source for our customers, so be it for pigeon flies, be it for hobby farmers, uh, be it for, for anyone of, of who houses animals. So um, basically from, from little things, big things grow and we're here to, to support the Australian industry as much as we can by following protocols and procedures like feed safe, by supporting incentives like fighting against extinction with Zoos Victoria and by support, supporting um, clubs and, and fanciers uh, through their um, sport of, of shows and, and um, uh, races and things like that as well. We give a lot back through sponsorship in the industry. So we like to, to think that um, Green Valley Grains is a really community-focused and community-based brand. So, um, yeah, that's, that would be the message I'd like to share. Absolutely. All right, thank you very much for that and uh, thanks for being a part of Pigeon Radio Australia today and uh, we look forward to a great future with you sponsoring our radio program as well. You're very welcome. Thank you, Ivan. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. This is Community Radio 88.3 Southern Southern FM. around people I'll tell you a story an eight year long story of power and pride British Lord Vesty and Vincent Lignari were opposite men on opposite sides Vesty was fat with money and muscle beef was his business broad was his door Vincent was lean, he spoke very little, he had no bank balance, hard dirt was his floor. From little things, big things grow, from little things, big things grow. 
wind you were working for nothing but rations but once they had gathered the wealth of the land daily the pressure got tighter and tighter the wind you decided they must make a stand they picked up their swags and started off walking at what a creek they set themselves down now it don't sound like much but it sure got tongues talking back at the homestead and then in the town from little things big things grow from little things big things grow Bestie man said, I'll double your wages, 18 quid a week, you'll have in your hand. Vincent said, uh-uh, we're not talking about wages, we're sitting right here till we get our land. Bestie man roared, bestie man thundered, it don't stand the chance of a cinder and snow. Vincent said, if we fall, others are rising. From little things, big things grow From little things, big things grow Then Vincent Lignari boarded an airplane Landed in Sydney, big city of lights And daily he went round softly speaking his story To all kinds of men From all walks of life And Vincent sat down With big politicians This affair, they told him It's a matter of state Let us sort it out Why, your people are hungry Vincent said, no thanks We know how to wait From little things Big things grow From little things Big things grow Then Vincent Lingari returned in an airplane Back to his country once more to sit down And he told his people, let the stars keep on turning We have friends in the south, in the cities and towns Eight years went by, eight long years of waiting To one day a tall stranger appeared in the land And he came with lawyers, and he came with great ceremony, and through Vincent's fingers poured a handful of sand. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. the story of Vincent Lignari, but this is the story of something much more, how power and privilege can unmove a people who know where they stand, stand in the law, from little things, big things grow, from 
little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. From little things, big things grow. Green Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor GreenValleyGrains.com. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. 
They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. Hi, Steve Kay here, and each week I get your music heartbeat going with The Beat Goes On. Fridays from 2 to 4pm right here on 88.3 Southern FM. I play a variety of songs based on a theme from all different genres and decades, and I talk about why I like them and the connection to the theme. It's all designed to connect you with the music and keep your beat going. So join me Fridays at 2pm right here on 88.3 Southern FM for The Beat Goes On. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. to Pigeon Radio Australia. On 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have from the Yarraville Racing Pigeon Club and also from the Western Pigeon Federation, Mr John Saggers on the line. Hello, John. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. Thank you, Ivan. Glad to be back, mate. That's good, mate. Now, um, Yarraville Racing Pigeon Club's up to something. Yes, yes. We're up to a few things, mate. Um, It's all good news. Uh, We've decided that... um, First of all, the Yarraville Pigeon Club have decided to donate a defibrillator to the Western Pigeon Federation uh, for access for anyone who who requires it. Well, Um, that's a good idea, isn't it, if someone gets into trouble? Oh, well, if you have a look at the age of most of us, you know, yeah, I think it's a a good thing and, um, yeah, it's a necessity, I think. And what about first aid? Is people some people going to get trained in first aid or something? How to use it? Yeah, well, Tony Livatori, he does. He he actually sells them. So Frank Jessup is going to arrange the for Tony Livatori to come up to the fed rooms and show everyone who who's interested in how to how to use one. They're fairly simple, I believe. So they put the two paddles where the in where the diagram tells you to and press the button. So it's, it's that simple, but uh, very effective. Oh, that's good. That's good. You're looking after the older people in the Fed. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then, and then from uh, 
the older ones to the juniors. The Yarrabal Pigeon Club has pledged um, two thousand dollars for the juniors for two thousand and twenty-three, uh, and they'll uh, cover trophies, t-shirts uh, with the WPF logo on to get them started and uh, yeah, just feel welcome within in, within the fair. No, that's a good idea. Um, the Arable Racing Pigeon Club does a lot, doesn't it? It's done a lot over oh, the years. Oh, we, we, we've always tried. Uh, you've got to support the sport to, to get the value out of it, and that's exactly what we're, we're doing here. Now, the, the history of the Arable Racing Pigeon Club, that started off in the VHA, didn't it? Was that right? That's correct, mate. That was, and then uh, what happened then? It went. To, did it go to the union after that, did it? No, no, it stayed with the... VHA until about uh, 1980. Oh, no, it would have been late 70s, 1978 maybe, 79, somewhere there. Yeah, because Keith, and, Keith Saggers was a member of the Yarraville Club as well, wasn't he? No, no, Keith no? never was, but wasn't Robert he? was. And Robert's dad and my dad were. were. Oh, okay. And, and our, Robert, uh, Keithy was the only Saggers uh, besides my son has never raced at the Yarraville Prison Club. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. gee, that's that's a bit of history, and um, yeah, well, Keith was, but Keith did race Union, didn't he, for a while? Yeah, he raced Union uh, until the uh, he was a foundation member, and he was actually the transporter of the Western Pigeon Federation for the first few years of its exception. Oh yeah, that's well. Saga's family has been a big part of pigeon racing in um, Melbourne, hasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, we, we we love our pigeons and love the sport, and uh, we also love to see it grow. So, you know, with without the growth, you don't have it. So, you got to have growth, and you got to have. Uh, I think you got to have young people, juniors, to uh, to support it to grow, and your future is always in the youth. Yeah, it is. That's that's exactly right. But how, how do you reckon you're going to encourage these pe- these young people to get off these damn iPads and computers? Oh, the Western Pigeon Federation, uh, uh, they've, they've gone in contact with the uh, South Australian Fed. Um, they're introducing some of their ideas this year. Uh, apparently, we have seven to ten juniors for this year. So um, it, it looks as though it's, it, it could be promising to get juniors of the future and, yeah, just hope, hope it works out. And I was talking to a guy just last week and he's got a lot of ideas and I, I can't tell you who he is or, or, or what yet, but, yeah, the ideas that he kicked about just in the 20-minute talk with him, um, it was very interesting and very yeah, he was very good to listen to. Mm. All right, that's good. Now you're doing other things as well, aren't you? The Arable Club. Yeah, yep. We've 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 also decided to sponsor the national race for this year and for the transport and the convoyer uh, for just one truck, and that'll be the WPF truck to to go to the to the national this year. So we're we're going to completely cover the transport and the convoy fleet. So how's how's everything going to work like to get everybody on that one truck? Well, um, I suppose the VHA will have to bring their pigeons across. The union bring their pigeons across. Uh, VPO 
probably probably uh, basket up at our federals and all this they wanted to come across or yeah, that has to be worked out but our initiative is to have everybody on on the one truck including greater melbourne and everyone who who's um eligible to race the national uh um yeah as long as they get their pigeons to the wpf rooms they and leave from the wpf rooms we'll, we'll support them all right, so probably everybody will go in their own basketing centres and then just bring their birds up to the WPF rims and load them on the truck, yeah? Yeah, that that's a possibility, yes, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, no, yeah. that'd be, that's, that sounds all right, sounds pretty good. So, and, yeah. um, so w- w- what's going to be the, well, if you're sponsoring the race, what's the, co- you're sponsoring the transport only, is it? There's still transport will, only, There still yeah. will be yeah. a cost to put the birds in, will there? Yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, your own federation costs or the national, whatever national costs they come up with, uh, that, that, that's up to the the individual feds to decide what we what they pay for um, prize money or what the what the member will pay for prize money. Okay. So, nice. anything else there going on? That sounds pretty good, uh, John. You. you sort of um, sharing the love of pigeon racing around. You're not just concentrating it on the one federation. You're sort of involving everybody. Oh, that's right. We, we want to unite all the federations. I think the, for long-distance racing to survive, I think it's ludicrous that three or four different trucks go to one race point to let up three or four hundred pigeons. I think if we unite in them longer ones, get everyone onto one truck, um, not only cuts the cost, but it, I think it creates more interest because your pigeons aren't um, then flying against minimal numbers. They're flying against high numbers, and the quality has to come to the top. Whether you live on the east side of town or the west side of town, from 400 miles onwards, all right, the wind might play a little part in it, but if your pigeon's not smart then it's going to be the last one home. You, you want smart pigeons. Whether you uh, run first or, or 30th, you're, you, you, you want your pigeons to have done a good job, not 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 come home with the rest or follow the rest of the pigeons going home the same way they're going. You, you, want, you want thinkers. And well, that's up to the individual flyer to make sure that his birds are healthy enough to get to that race and also um, trained up properly. Yeah, yes. That plays yep. a part in it as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, well, John Sagers, I tell you, if um, you get everybody on the one truck and everybody in a harmonious fashion, you know, um, no knockers, no nobody putting anyone down or anything like that, and we all race with one happy bunch, that would yeah. be, be a feat achieved in itself. Yeah, well... Don't worry, we're, we're trying to achieve that so that pigeons race and survive the next generation. Well, if anybody's going to do it, the Arable Club's doing it because I can tell you, John, I've said this before on the radio, while I was a member of the Arable Racing Pigeon Club, I think that was the best part of my two years of racing pigeons that I've ever had as an adult. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. No, that is one heck of a good club. You're one heck of a bunch of good people. Everybody there, you know, Matt Chancho, Robbie Saggers, um, 
who else was there? There's a few of the guys there that they're really nice to, to sit down and talk to and and bas- basketing's an enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're lucky. You you was at Yarrable when we had our own club rooms. Um, it was a dip, different atmosphere than what it was. Uh, That's now. what I mean. I mean, uh, you know what I mean, John. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it was it was just different. I found it very enjoyable, actually. Yeah, well, if you have a look at the the people that were around the Yarrable Pigeon Club, we've we've all had pigeons for a long, long time, and we we all know if you haven't got good pigeons or you haven't got healthy pigeons, you're not going to win. That's your first objective. If you haven't got them, you're not you're not going to be nowhere near it on Saturday. So uh, everybody understands that within the club. And if, if you if you're not winning, you go out to get the pigeons to win, or you change your methods to win. It's simple as that. It's oh. it's not rocket science. It's it's not a special pigeon. It's the way you deal with them. Oh. And talking about Yarraville having their own clubs, is, is is are they going to do that again one day, or are you going to just stay <laughs> basketing in the fed rooms? Uh, unless our membership grows. Um, the, at the Yarraville Prison Club, unless the membership grows, um, at a, you know, uh, to a good, good, healthy number, uh, we'll we'll probably stay at the Federals. Uh, it's, it's easier for us, and especially we're an ageing group. It's hard work getting the pigeons up to the Federals, getting them on and off the trailers, uh, getting the units off and on the trailer, and things like that. So, uh, for the foreseeable future, we'll, we'll be up the Federals, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it up there, and I, I think the guys up there—they're trying to do their their hardest to, to get things happening. I think it's just just the just time and time to do the things they want to do. It's just not there. Hmm. Well, I hope we can make the sport grow in every you know in every way in Melbourne because. Um yeah, it's it's been lacking a bit in in past years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we we'll get it up there. It's just just through a bit of hard work. We'll get there. All right. Do you and, want to tell us anything else, mate? Yep. Yeah, I've got one more thing here. Yeah. And in uh, 2026, the Yarraville Pigeon Club will be 100 years old. Oh, gee, we've got to have a party for that, don't you? Yeah, we're going to have one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so our plan is to issue five rings to all WPF members to be flown at a five uh, three hundred and fifty mile race, and the Yarraville Pigeon Club is also going to donate um, ten thousand dollars for the for prize money, not the first prize, but yeah, a donation of ten thousand. Oh, like for for the for the whole season, yeah. Yeah, uh, for that one race, ten thousand dollars for the one race. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. That won't be. It won't be a ten thousand dollars first prize. It'll just be a donation of ten thousand dollars with of prize money within that race. Mm. That that'd be good too. And um, yes, yeah, so that would only be for WPF members, would it? Yeah, that's only WPF members. I'm sorry to everyone else. <laughs> uh, all right, no worries. Um. And what else would you like to fill us in on? Anything else you'd like to tell the listeners while you're online? Uh, 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 the WPF has asked me to be on uh, a committee to get a convention happening for later this year or, or next year. So hopefully some of the ideas that uh, the Yarraville Prison Club can come up with can be associated with that and hope, hopefully we could have a, a good convention and 
get some harmonious um, feel around the around the place. I hope so. I really do hope so. We'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, the, we don't know what the future is going to be like. But uh, I just hope pigeon racing can survive. You know, for for generations to come. I hope so, and I hope so everybody can be friendly and uh, give it a friendly atmosphere and, um, yeah, continue from there. Yeah, I, I think so too, Ivan. I, I, I think some uh, some people just got to forget the past and think of the future. Yeah, I agree. All right, John, thanks very much for being on Pigeon Radio Australia, and if you've got any more stuff to uh, fill us in on, you're always welcome on the radio. Thanks a lot, Ivan, and, uh, yeah, good luck to you and everyone else out there. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And let's take a short break right now on Pigeon Radio Australia, and uh, we've got a break for the Southern FM National Radio News, and we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News with uh, our Pigeon Radio Australia vet, Dr Rob Marshall, to tell us about this uh, disease that's causing watery droppings in your loft, and also we have Andrew James from Tasmania. So we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News, and uh, catch you then. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. 
On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Pigeon Radio Australia uh, vet, and that's uh, Dr. Rob Marshall. Hello, Rob. How are you? And uh, welcome Hi. back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Hi, Ivan. Very well, thanks. It's all starting again, isn't it? Yes, it is all starting again. We're getting uh, ready, geared up for um, the racing season. The birds are in the malt. But, uh, Rob, we've had a few people with a, a problem, and... Um, Watery droppings is the problem, and it's not just one one fancier. It's been a heap of fanciers have had this problem. So when when you see the watery droppings, first of all, you have to eliminate the possibility of PMV. Um, so you tick that one off first. So if you're vaccinated as they come across, it's unlikely to be a PMV. So the next type thing you think of is watery droppings indicates that the birds are thirsty. So um, you have to then think, is the watery droppings, what time of day is the watery droppings? Are the watery droppings after the birds are let out for a fly? So if they come in, um, if you let them out in the afternoon and the droppings are fine in the morning, in the afternoon they're wet, and you might not get this. Um, if you're not used to uh, analysing this sort of thing, you might just think, well, the droppings are good in the morning and they're really bad in the afternoon, Right. They're very watery, and it's quite hard to get if you're not, you know, analytical. But then you understand that they come in, uh, they have a big drink of water, then about uh, half an hour later they'll do the watery droppings. But the fancy will feed them, bring them in, and then he won't notice the watery droppings until a few hours later when he goes back down to check them out. So that would be afternoon after a fly, good in the morning before he lets them out, uh, then gets watery after you let them out. That means uh, a respiratory disease. So um, if you have the droppings um, are wet in the morning, when you go down and look at them, well, that, that's a different thing. And that's a little bit more careful, uh, more difficult to analyse and very confusing. Um, so what you have to do then, you have to sort of think about what are the possibilities of a watery dropping. The possibility is that they're over-engorging on grit or mineral powder uh, for some reason. And the most common cause of that would be a, a gut infection. So then you have to think uh, bacteria. So you have to think uh, what sort of bacteria. So you look for other signs. And the signs that I would look at at this time of year, uh, and we're seeing uh, a bit of this because I know about this because I've seen it in my own loft. Very, very confusing. Yeah. Uh, is that you get a lameness, uh, a leg lameness or limping in the leg, and you often put that down to, oh, that bird's landed hard and he's jarred the leg or he's got a, yeah, or a fracture in the leg. So you, yeah. you always think that because there's no swelling of the wing or anything like that would, which would indicate salmonella. Um, so if you have wing problems rather than a leg problem, well, then you'd have to think salmonella. But with this particular problem, which um, is a, it's a very virulent E. coli. Now, a lot of people think E. coli is not a big deal, but this E. coli is a very big deal because what it happens, it will also cause uh, torticollis, the twisting of the neck, which then confuses you with 
salmonella, doesn't it? Yeah, so exactly. So if you saw a bird with twisted neck, um, turning his head upside down, um, that's called torticollis. That can be due to PMV, polymix of virus, or it can be due to salmonella, or it can be due to any condition which inflames the brain, and it's called encephalitis. Now, um, with this really nasty E. coli, the bacteria goes to the brain as well. So um, what's happening is that you're getting a leg lameness related to the bacteria getting into the kidney, swelling the kidney, and then putting pressure on the sciatic nerve. So, um, and that may, go, that may go once the kidney is, uh, infection has been treated. So what you have to do with this sort of thing, and this is what I think is going on with this particular fanciers, but there's a few things to consider. So um, if you take the bird to a vet, they can do a culture, but even a culture won't really tell you about this virulent, virulent bacteria. The only way that I managed to work this out, because I saw it across a lot of birds and I couldn't work it out with dropping samples, um, and you've experienced this yourself, I think. I you? have, yeah. You pick yeah. up a lot of things, but you can't pinpoint what actually is happening with the pigeon. No, so you see the E. coli, you see the thrush. You see a lot of bacteria there, general bacteria, don't correct, you? Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. and um, so the thrush is there because the gut is not moving through properly because of infection in the gut. E. coli is there because that's the cause of the infection. And the other bacteria are there because the infection is so severe that it's suppressed immunity and hasn't allowed the, the gut health to recover. Um, so... And when the bird gets this infection in the gut, it drink, it wants to relieve that infection or relieve the discomfort. I don't know why they do it, but they overengorge on minerals. It may be that it's causing a mineral deficiency or salt deficiency, a bit like uh, us getting cramps when we get a, you know, yeah. diarrhea or you lose the salts out of your body. Yeah, yeah. So um, the first thing to do, because it becomes complicated by the fact that the bird eats these mineral grits and excessive amounts of mineral powder, you see. So that's why it becomes confusing. And that's why it appears that when you treat it with a, a medicine for the E. coli, it doesn't appear to get better because the secondary infections have, have, uh, are perpetuating the infection. So, and also, you can get permanent damage of the infection into the kidneys. So the treatment plan is one stop pull out all mineral uh, grits, so that get, they, they, you have to move, remove those. And then you give a limited amount of mineral powder because they'll need that to re-establish the normal electrolyte, electrolytes in the body. And what I do is I just do, I put paid for maybe 60 birds up with a tablespoon of a mineral powder so they don't ever engorge it. Um, and then... You, you can let them out, but they're not allowed a free loft where they can pick in the garden or pick in yeah, the, yeah, in the yeah, soil yeah. because they will be searching for those minerals. Yeah. Um, so the treatment plan would be a, a medicine like sulfur trimethoprine antibiotic for the E. coli, but you would have to first treat the secondary infections. I, I find that the big deal is the gizzard gets overloaded with the grit, so... What we want to do first is get rid of that grit, which is impacting the gizzard health, which then slows down the gut health, which then perpetuates the E. coli. You, so you have to give, I, I give, the first step is to give Epsom salt, right? Yeah. Now it seems a bit contradictory that you've got water droppings to get Epsom salt. 
But the benefits of Epsom salts is that it's going to help purge the grid out, plus it's also magnesium sulfate, right? And magnesium sulfate is really sort of helpful with muscle, relaxing the muscles. As you know, we take uh, magnesium Epsom salts for cramping, you see. Correct. Um, So you do that first, uh, Epsom salts through them. Then I would go on to an antibody which would get that anaerobic gas-forming bacteria that we've talked about before, and uh, you'd use something like uh, metrodinosol or flagell, right? So you do that yep. for one day with an antibody, penicillin antibiotic, uh, for one day. And, and a lot of people, a lot of vets won't really understand what I'm talking about in terms of saying one-day treatments, but pictures are a little bit different from sort of bombarding with um, a lot of that, a long course of antibiotics. What, we're, what I'm trying to do with this particular one, I'm just trying to lower the amount of bacteria, which is secondary bacteria. And then, so we do that for one day or two days. And then uh, we go into the longer course of sol- sulfur trimethoprim, and we would do probably a five-day course. Um, so that, that's how I manage that disease. But then you will have birds that don't recover. So the birds that don't recover within two weeks with a leg lameness should be cold because they will perpetuate the infection. Um, they'll carry that bacteria, which will reinfect the loft. Oh, and that's a, that's a big problem with this disease. They do get reinfected. The other thing is that at this time of year, they're molting, uh, which is a big drain on the body. And this is a, and this is also a time that birds are overcrowded, young birds, and, and especially young, uh, the late breeds are, oh. will, will be under a lot of stress. So this is why you get it at this time of year. But you, you can control it. They'll come through it. Um, but you have to get rid of those uh, carrier birds that don't recover. So the ones that don't recover, is it best to euthanise those birds? Yeah, you have to yeah, cull yeah. those, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so is, is that clear? Yeah, that's, that's extremely clear. Now, is there anything after you give the treatment, the initial treatment, is it advisable to give vitamins or iron or anything? Yeah, that's like- right. So what you do, because you've had this condition, all of the nutrients in the body have been depleted trying to fight that infection off. So, and also what, the, the, what you will see is that when you get control of it after about three or four days, you will see a heavy molt come back. At, with that disease, you won't get any molt feathers on the ground, on the floor of the cage. So a sign of recovery is that suddenly you'll get these feathers dropping as the, as the germ leaves the body. And you have to then support the regrowth of those new feathers. And that's where you bring in the vitamins, the, um, you know, oils on the food, yeah, the yeah. B12 and the mineral powders and the normal vitamins. So yeah. you need to sort of ramp those up quite a bit as you would do with a normal malt. What about something like V8 powder? That would benefit. Yeah, V8 powder, very good. So what we're looking at is a prebiotic, and that's a really big deal for this. A prebiotic would be really good. So what a prebiotic means is that you're giving a food for the normal bacteria um, to thrive, which will then overwhelm the abnormal bacteria as the birth's recovering. Because the, the, the treatment plan is to kill the bacteria there, or try to kill it, while then the body system itself, the immune system itself, then, then controls that infection so it doesn't come back. So, um, and in that interim time, they can get sick with the E. coli if they've got to carry a bird nearby. So what we do is we feed, with that recovery period, feed the, the uh, healthy bacteria, which will then 
uh, overwhelm the unhealthy bacteria and get rid of it. Probiotics are a little bit different. I, I don't really use probiotics in pigeons. Uh, probiotics uh, have a multitude of bacteria yeah, and other things in it, yeah. like maybe 12 to 25 different microorganisms, and they you give them to the pigeons, but they're not specifically made for pigeons. So you're bombarding no. the body with these bacteria, um, which may not be beneficial. And the body system then has to work out what is, what's this bacteria. Mm. Um, so what we do is we focus on a food for the healthy bacteria in the gut, feed, it, feed that healthy bacteria up, and that's a much better way of controlling uh, this um, interim recovery period or getting the birds through that interim period. Because isn't most uh, probiotics lactose-based, aren't they? Well, that's right. So and, what, and what you're doing, I remember if, you, if you I had a probiotic, yeah. all I'd give is lactobacillus, right? And so what the lactobacillus is doing is producing an acid just like we put citric acid in the water. So um, because that's really the only beneficial one, because you see the streptococcus, when I'm looking at it dropping microscopically, and I think you've seen it too, yeah, Ivan. Yeah, yeah. When a bird's on probiotics, you see all these bacteria there, streptococcus yeah, chains. Right. And when I see big, a lot of streptococcus chains in the dropping, I know that the birds have had probiotics, which is not a bad thing. It's a good theory. But for the racing pigeons, I think the prebiotics is better yeah. and then acidify the water. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so because and, – and if people overdo it with the um, – because some people use yoghurt and stuff like that, and then you get thrush problems. Well, the yoghurt um, is a dairy product, and the bird doesn't have amylase, which breaks that – or, you know, um, lactose to break that down, you see. So yep. it actually irritates the gut. Yoghurt's not a really good thing to give pigeons. No, no, but there's – you know, there's some fancies out there that recommend giving them, like – yeah, cool. Um, stuff yeah, like that. might have a might have a change the acidity, but there's much better ways of doing it. You see? Yeah, I agree. More refined ways of doing it. And, yeah, I agree. Now, yeah. if people experience this problem, uh, Rob, I've found that they go into panic mode straight away. They panic. Oh, it's you know, they they think it's something more serious than what it really is. No, no, is. true. So, and I did too. That's a normal response because this is a critical time of the year. But you have to just look at it sensibly, get the droppings checked, make sure you talk to someone who's, who knows this disease, look for signs of salmonella, right? Now, this, is, this yeah. looks just like salmonella. Yeah, it does. But it isn't. And um, it's not. And it's symptomatically, I thought I had salmonella, you see? And I went, yeah. this doesn't make sense, right, to me. Um, but then I cut up a few bodies, uh, did some postmortems and histopathology, and that showed how bad this infection was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was not salmonella. Understood now, because um, I couldn't work out why all these people were coming to me with the same same symptoms, but you got, just could not pinpoint what was going on. No, no, well, not either could I, so until I did some histopathology. Well, I'm glad I rang you today and had a talk to you and found out what's going on. Yeah, no, that's very useful. Yeah. Hey, Ivan. Thank Have you, fun, bro. Mate. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Here's a classic song on Pigeon Radio Australia from Bob Marley and the Whalers, Three Little Birds. We'll be back after this. Don't worry, 
Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor GreenValleyGrains.com. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. 
Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07320 062568 Southern FM sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023 with a guaranteed first prize of $100,000 Australia's biggest race is on again this time from Cobar New South Wales Sign up now for the Victoria Cup it's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023 Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased for details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Here's your chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hopoptions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. G'day, it's Costa here. Getting to know your neighbours is a lot like planting a garden. A bit of care and attention early on, then some regular nourishing can lead to beautiful results that last a lifetime. Connecting with your neighbours can be as simple as saying hello, stopping by for a cuppa or even organising a barbie. Sunday, March 26 is Neighbour Day. For more great tips on how to create belonging for yourself and others, just visit neighboursevery.day.org. Want to have fun and help a great cause? Brighton North Rotary Club invites you to join in the Recycle Regatta. It challenges teams to build a boat out of recyclable cardboard and plastic bottles and paddle across the Royal Brighton Yacht Club Harbour. It's on Sunday the 19th of March from 12.30 to 4.30pm. Support our big goal to improve team mental health and collect sponsors for your team or as individuals. It's going to be boatloads of fun. Register your team at recycleregatta.org.au. Sounds Good with Donna DeMayo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. 88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play.
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. This is the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Tune in live worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have a race team from Wangaratta, but we've got the young fella on, and that's Andrew James, and he races with his dad, Steve James, in Wangaratta. How are you, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. How are you going? Good, thanks. G'day, mate. How are you going? It's Joe here. Good, good, Joe. How are you, mate? Not too bad. You've got Tony here as well, Tony Babara, the Falcon. Good day, Good day, Tony. Not bad. Yeah, so how's things anyway? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, yeah, we just uh, actually moved moved house, so um, oh, okay. Yeah, looking to um, yeah, got a couple of weeks now of um, unpacking, and then I head over to Victoria and see Dad and um, help him out with the birds for for a few weeks. So that should be good. Beautiful, beautiful. Talking about your dad, I tried to get him on the tried to. We were going to have a three way, but uh, he's obviously he might have went out on a date night with your mum. Maybe who knows. Oh yeah, he might be might be trying to buy some more birds. He might be trying to suck up there. <laughs> That's Keep it. the good books. Well, listen, I um, I want to ask you a few things because uh, you guys supported the VPO Breeders Plate this year. You brought some, brought down some beautiful birds, and um, let me tell you, everyone went nuts on them, didn't they, guys? Yeah, yeah they they, it, it was them. a bit of a shock. We we're hoping to to bring some down and not have to. Uh, Go too far into our wallets, but uh, it, it didn't work out that way uh, for us. But uh, no, it was it was a very good uh, couple of sales. You know what, mate? Look, I got a couple of them birds, and they are absolutely beautiful, fantastic. What? Tell me. Um, I actually picked up a couple of birds just the other day. Your dad dropped them off, uh, and um, mate, but look, all I can say is you guys can breed a beautiful. The quality is amazing. So what? Let's talk about what what bloodlines do you have there. Well, what are they? Um, so Dad's got a lot of the old um, Wickhams and stuff, yeah. but um, recently he's got in. He got some birds from um, some South Australian guys. Yes, um, um, Greg Hodgins and, and, and blokes like that. Okay, um, yep. And then there was a guy. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Urich. Um, down in Melbourne, he went to a sale down there and, and bought a few birds down there as well. Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a bit, a bit of a mix of uh, of everything. But um, he's yeah, he's always been a big fan of the, the Aussie birds, but he's I'm slowly bringing him around. Yeah, that's it. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. You got to try some of the euros; they're good. Yeah. So he's, he's slowly coming around to those, and um, yeah, mixing them in with, with some of our our other blood there. It's um. It seems to be working. Yes, um, hopefully they yeah, click. Ho- ho- hopefully, um, yeah, we've, we've sent a fair few um, away this year because last year with the floods, um, our race season got stopped at the 400 miles. Yep. So um, Dad had a fair few left over. So he said this year that, you know, I, I sort of mentioned, you know, let's go on a few one-off races and a few breeders' plates in Melbourne and just try and spread the birds around so they can, you know, you can try and test them out and see in different people's lofts and, and um, in different areas. Um, and just see how they go, and you can sort of, yeah. Test them out that way. Yeah, test them out that way. I've I've actually got, uh, I'm going to be racing 30 birds for you guys. Uh, We've got uh, an associate flyer program that we do in the VPO 
So um, it's a good way to test your birds out. You know what I mean, guys that uh, live in the country and stuff and, you know, even interstate, you know, if they want to fly birds with us like that, they can. And, um, yeah, they can get to try their birds down here in Melbourne. So, yeah, um, 100%. 100%. Like, that'd be good. Yeah, like we've got, we've got a, a, a really good fed at, like, the Greater Valley Fed, but, you know, we're racing sort of against, you know, four to 500 pigeons every week where, you know, you guys will be, you know, you know, there's a couple of thousand there, and then you know, yeah. other feds that we've put you know pigeons into, you know, they're racing against four thousand, five thousand pigeons. So yeah, it'll be a good chance to see how they go, and hopefully we can get some results throughout the year and, and, and see how it goes from there. Well, mate, the liberation's going to be fantastic this year because we're all feds are going to go up together. So we're going to have from from the first race, hopefully to the last race, we'll all go yeah. up together, and there's going to be heaps of pigeons. So you win a race, or you come top ten, twenty, whatever, it's still a Good pigeon, you know what I mean? And yeah. It'll be like, oh, how many birds, Ivan? You reckon 5,000, something like that? Yeah, 5,000. That'll be fantastic, yeah. you know what I mean? So how did you get into pigeon racing and when did you start? Um, when did I get into pigeon racing? Uh, probably when I was like four or five. Um, dad, dad had them then and, um, yeah, just been with them ever, ever since. My actual nickname for like is actually a pigeon. Everyone's always used to call oh, me pigeon. That's, it's not, that's the it's best. not Andrew. It's it's, it's pigeon. Never ask me why is that. I'm like, my dad used to raise them, and you know, I took them to school as a kid for a show and tell, and let them yeah. go, and they'd fly back home, sort of thing, and it just sort of stuck. Oh, so, that is so good. Um, yeah. So, and then I, yeah, we sort of got out of it for a few years. I, um, you know, I was playing footy, and dad was doing other things, and then yeah, I just I, I retired from footy, and I thought, oh yeah, I still got some birds there, and I got some back from some friends, and. Um, some from VIP lofts and just sort of started a small team and then Dad said bring him out to back out to the farm and then he sort of got a bit of an itch again and oh, yeah sort of just gone from there. How good is that? Yeah, no, it's been good. So when you guys came, yeah, go on. Sorry, keep, keep going. Oh, I, 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 did, I just keep too busy and probably just a bit of a break as well. <laughs> He's out in the pigeon loft instead of uh, harassing her at home. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. So um. When you pair up, when you pair up your birds, do you pair you you guys pair up winners to winners, or you just like to? Um, yeah, dad, dad, dad uh, likes to keep most of his wickets um, pretty pretty straight, so he's he's kept that line sort of separate. Yeah. Um, and then other ones, yeah, he's sort of gone winners to winners, or okay. or you know, out of you know, long distance birds to long distance birds, stuff like that. So. He's done a bit of bit of changing here and there um, this year, just to test a few out, just to see how yeah. different pairs would work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously we'll we'll see that. He's you know obviously kept a few um, of those pairs uh, in Wayne to race, and then he's obviously you know we've sent some down to to you into the um, BPO Breeders Plate, um, WPF Breeders Plate, uh, Meadow Loft one race, um, and we've gone that uh, Vic Cup race this year as well. So, yeah, well. That'd be good. Definitely spread around. Yeah, exactly. I've got a couple of yours for that as well, for the Vic Cup. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yeah. They they, they, uh, go all right. Yeah, exactly. So, look, it wouldn't be easy racing in Wangaratta. I mean, especially with the Falcons and everything, it's always hard in the country. So um, do you breed – do you guys, when you race, do you breed a big team or – so, Dad, I think this year we, we had a hundred, yeah, about a hundred, hundred and twenty left over from last year. Yep. And I think he bred, he's bred a hundred uh, youngsters this year to race in Wang. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's sort of like 
Most guys there are, are around about 100 to 120 okay. uh, for the year. But they, they're, they're in town, whereas Dad's sort of about 30 k's out of town. Yeah. Um, or in a farm setting. So yeah. he sort of breeds other 60 or 70 to, to, to feed the falcons. Oh, um, but exactly. yeah, he's, he's forever getting, um, you know, he'll ring me sort of every day, every second day saying, you know, there's a gossip that's been on the board or there's a, a pair has come through them or, or something like that. But it's just, yeah, just a part of it these days. You've just got to sort of live with it. And, oh, um, how can you live with it? I, I, I see these poor, like today I was watching, I was on Facebook and I see one guy letting his birds out and the falcon was absolutely giving his birds curry and then then he puts another clip, the birds in the loft and two of them were injured and, you know, they were, had blood all over them. And I think, how can you, you, you can't get used to that. I, I get angry when I see that. You know? Yeah, he, he definitely gets he definitely gets frustrated because uh, we've got like power lines, big power lines going through the, oh, the farm, no. probably about four hundred meters from the loft. Yes, um, and yeah, as soon as as soon as the uh, hawks come, I think we had I think he said he had thirty to thirty five last year that would have hit the hit oh, the power no. line. Um, that's just you know, it just it just yeah, it's just how it is, I guess. And he oh. just had to had to deal with it as, yeah, as bad yeah. as it is. Um, yeah. So. It's just yeah, just one of those things that you just have to deal with. Whereas he's out out in the farm, and you know, sort of haven't got coverage of you know being in town in, in suburbia. Um, yeah, there's just a lot more out it's there. A, a lot it's more. Di- it's a lot different. Like, uh, a lot different when you're out out thirty k's out from town. Like I've got a friend of mine. Um, he, he lives in uh, Maryborough, Troy. Troy yeah. Higo. And um, g'day Troy, if you're listening, shout out to Troy, Troy Higo. Listen, he, he uh, lives same as you guys, about twenty k's out of town, and he gets flogged. He goes, Joe, uh, birds will be out. A pair of falcons will come. Boom, take birds from from the left. As soon as they go, another pair will come from the right. Boom, take another one. He goes, it's just crazy. The birds don't even yeah. want to fly. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, a, a, even in Tassie, like I've uh, I've brought a couple of birds back from from um, dads uh, that we gave to one of the guys down there in Hobart. Yeah. And um, I dropped them off, and he had his youngsters out there, and he's like, he's always, he's always getting held, hit by peregrines there, and they literally. Oh no. Um, he lives over across from the highway, and you can see, see we can see the peros coming over to to hit the birds, oh. and he said that that's an everyday thing, and there's nothing he can do about it. He literally looks. At, where they they um where they nest and it's literally straight across from his loft, two k's. But yeah. you can see him coming over the highway and, and to attack him. He goes, you know, he bangs pots together to try and scare him. But that's about the only thing you can do where he, where he is. So um, I'd be banging, I'd be banging, but I won't be with pots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, when you guys do race, do you do you uh, keep your birds together or separate them? Uh, last year, Dad separated them, yep. only because he, only because he had had so many, and um, yeah, he sort of kept the old old cocks together. And they more or less, um, he sent them sort of every week for, for ten weeks. <laughs> they kept a bit of a bit of a hiding because they were just um, yeah getting into the hen. So he said they were copying it, and then yeah, the old hens went together. Then uh, the young birds uh, they sort of stayed together, um, and that, that seemed to work last year for him. Okay, um, but he, yeah. As I said, he had, he had a fair few more birds last year, um, but I think this year, just for uh, his own sanity, he'll probably do the same thing and keep them, yeah, separated. Separated, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, are you guys much? Are you, are you do you medicate much, or 
Um, oh, we obviously do like the inoculations and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Dad's not a massive one for medications. Like if if they need it, he does. But we sort of have sh- have shell grit um, and stuff like that um, in there all the time for yeah. him. Um, and yeah, you sort of um, just use natural products um, unless really needed. Okay. And what about uh, natural products like garlic, honey? Uh, apple cider vinegar. Do you use any of those products? Yeah, so you, we use the um, apple cider vinegar um, a fair bit. Um, and, yeah, he used to use, like, a, a garlic oil um, on the feed. Yeah. Um, and that, that seemed to, yeah, be, be not too bad to the birds. Yeah. Um, and also using, like, turmeric as well. Turmeric, believe um, me, is the best. I use it too. I love it. Yeah. And then when I put it on there, I post. There's a lot of good comments, but you always get this one, you know, one smarty pants saying, oh, turmeric's only good for food, you know, for Indian food. And I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, I, I, like, Dad, Dad was a bit – I read a few things as well, and I, I, I wasn't sure. And I thought, oh, well, I said, why don't you get, sort of give it a try? And, and he did that, and it did seem to – Seem to um, go all right for them. So it's good stuff. Um, believe he me, got, he does. You he did this year. Um, also use that Origo stim. Yeah, that's um, good too. A, a little bit. The Origo um, stim. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so he used that when he did it, um, like antibiotics and stuff like that. Um, he used that afterwards, and it yeah. seemed to seem to help the birds bounce back a bit quicker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's really about it. Yeah. So so tell me, how how would you describe a fit pigeon? How would I describe a fit pigeon? Yeah. What do you look for? What do you look for? Um, just un- make sure like their eye colour um, and eyes are, are really nice and, and bright. Um, the feathers are, are nice and soft, and just under like the belly, that make sure it's like a nice pink colour. Yes. Um, and then yeah, if, if they're, they're all going well, it's a, it feels all right in the hand, and yeah, it should be should be pretty good to go. Exactly. Exactly. In saying that, I've, I've also had some uh, big chooks that, uh, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, they, they won't fly over a, a, a picket fence, but seem to go all right. But, yeah, that's sort of what we, what I look for. That's what sort of Dad's taught me. So, and it works. Of that. And it works. So what? So how long have you been racing for, did you say again? How long? How many years? Oh, I started with Dad, like, when I was probably, what, four or five. Yeah, um, yeah. So we did it for, I think it was till like, in early 90s. Yeah. And then I sort of, yeah, sort of went to football and it sort of, Took a back seat for a bit, and then I yeah. sort of got back into it um, in the early so oh, two thousand, maybe mid two thousand. Yeah. So. So what what was your memorable moment in racing pigeons? Um, uh, Dad and I won a couple of uh, breeders' plates recently. <clears throat> oh, uh, great! Well done, congrats. Only, only country ones, but yeah, you know, they're still, what still do you mean only. To, they're still it's a win. win. It's a win. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've won a, yeah, a few five and 600 mile races. Um, wow. and probably we won a fed, um, before we stopped racing in the, in the nineties, um, from Tassie. So oh, that was, that, that was a pretty, pretty good one there. I love Tassie yeah. racing. I love it. I reckon it's a prestige race. You know, they're going yeah, to, yeah, and, and, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this year we get to race it again. Last year we were going to, and then it sort of, I think it sort of fizzled out with the, the VHA and, Something happened there, so we yeah. we didn't get to race it. But okay. uh, hopefully, yeah, this year it gets to it gets to go go ahead. We've only got a couple more questions, mate. And uh, yeah, right. where do you see pigeon racing in ten years? 
Where do I see Penny Racing in 10 years? Um, I, I hope there's a, a few more one-loss races, and I, I, I hope the um, the haters of the and the the um, the people behind keyboards that uh, have a crack at these guys that have a to do the one-loss races um, get off their backs and and, and yeah. you know, support them because I think they do a, a great job. And yeah, they do. Um, yeah, if you if you look at all the flyers, you know, every year um, with pigeon racing. Every flyer loses pigeons. If, if you're 100%. saying you're not losing pigeons, um, you're lying. <laughs> so, you're a good liar, exactly. Of I course, agree. Of, yeah, yeah of, of course, you know, one loss are going to be no different. You're going to lose pigeons. Um, but, you, yeah, you just need to be sending your best birds. Exactly. Um, and then just, yeah, see what happens from there. But you sort of can't be complaining. Which, you know, you see a lot of it. I mean, oh, yeah, they've lost these birds, they've lost these birds. But um, it probably might come down to the quality of, of the birds as well. And people might think their birds are... Maybe better than they are, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think that's uh, one element that I think will grow. Um, but yeah, I just I say there's a lot more younger people get get involved in it because obviously uh, there's a lot of older people in it. But then it's you know the next generation coming through. Otherwise, it, it, you know it could become one life races. So well, we need that because you think about it. I mean, let's talk about your club, right? Your yep. club. How many young blokes are in your club? Um, what, what do you consider as in young? Let's say from 30 or 40? 30? So, let's say 30. So, uh, 30, 30. I'd say probably two or three. Um, so, I, so I'm, I'm 40 in a couple of months. Oh, you're old, though. That's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, that's old, mate. Jesus, that's old. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 then, yeah, and then there's a couple of others. So, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah there just definitely needs to be more, probably more encouragement exactly. too of, yeah. of, of younger flyers coming in and, and people helping out. That's um, exactly right. You need to be honest and open with people, especially young flyers. Uh, flyers who, you know, who, who need a hand, help them. Like this guy yeah. over here, Tony and Ivan, always ha- always helping. I-, I-, I like to help people too, but we're always yeah. helping, helping. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and you need okay. to help these guys and because if they do good, they're going to stay in the sport. Yeah. And, and I think too, like different feds, you know, I know like your, you know, your fed with the VPO there, you know, having <laughs> the affiliate members, you know, um, the Ballarat guys, Aaron McKay, you know, they've always got, you know, things going on to you know, promote the, the sport and, and bring in exactly. who fly. Same as Rodney Main with the Dandenong Club. Like, we need more people like that bringing people into the sport, not bagging people out and taking them out of the sport. Correct. Correct. That we need to prom- be promoting it. Guyver was just saying that before. He was talking to, uh, we'll talk, we were interviewing Joe Donaro, and he was just saying, you know, h- how do we stop all this bickering and, you know, let's just have fun and race pigeons. You know, what? Yeah. <laughs> what did he say, Ivan? He just said, uh, he just said, you, know, you probably never will. You know, you're always no, going to have people whinging and carrying on. You know, exactly. You'll you always know? have those whinges. Yeah. At the moment, that they're the majority instead of being the minority. So. And that's, and that really uh-huh. puts people down. And you know what? Who wants to race bridges when you've got idiots like that? You know what I mean? You don't need them. You don't yeah, need them. Exactly right. Eliminate them, I reckon. Get out. If you don't want to be, you don't want to have fun, get out. You know? Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, one more last question, my friend. Um, right, what advice would you give a new flyer? Um, probably to try and source some birds um, and get advice of people that you know, have have won races and 
probably have a um, the the sport um, uh, the sports um, what's the word integrity and and um, positiveness in place and not just yeah. doing it for sort of you know make a quick buck sort of thing like go yeah, go to people yeah. who who want to promote the sport exactly. um, and, and speak to them yes. um, and yeah try and get some birds off off them. Well, um, well said. And, and, and grow, grow your, your love from there. That's well said, yeah, exactly. Because you're right, what you said, you hit the nail on the head. There is a lot of people out there who are just in it for the money, and it's pretty sad, actually, you know. Yeah. And you get these guys who are just, new, you know, like they've got no clue, and they think, oh, if I spend big dollars on these birds, I'll do good. But that doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have good birds, you're going to do good, because if you, if you don't know what you're doing... <laughs> It's a waste yeah. of time, you know, and then and, 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 and don't always believe pedigrees because some people just yes, fudge them. <laughs> yes, exactly. unfortunately, that's that's yeah, I've, I've, I've known that to be the case that's as well. That's true. No, you're right. That was that was right. Now, before we go, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Um, oh, just to to, to thank you guys from the VPO um, for your hospitality when we came out for the Breeders' Plate. Oh, you're um, welcome, mate. You're and welcome. Uh, yeah, quick shout out to, to uh, obviously Joe Denaro as well. He's Hang on a couple of birds for us this year for the Vic Cup, and um, oh, that's good. Yeah, so what did you uh, think? What did you think about the VPO Breeders Plate? No, it, it, it was it was really good. It was a good atmosphere. Um, I probably we probably didn't want to spend as much as, as we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that's just that's just the way it goes. It was, yeah, exactly. it was a good uh, good spread, and um, yeah, we had a good had a good good feeder and a good chat to you know a few different people that we hadn't met before. It was good. You know, to meet different people and, and you know, see how they raise pigeons and their ideas. And, um, yeah, just the you know, only bad thing was the, the three-and-a-half-hour drive there and back. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, the birds go all right and uh, it will be worth it. Well, fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, you and your dad really looked like you were enjoying yourselves and you were, you know, mingling with a lot of people and, um, you know, and that's what it's all about, you know, fun, friendly atmosphere. And that's what I keep saying. And to hear it from you, I mean, I didn't tell you to say it. You've just said it on your own back. And, and yeah. I'm glad because that's, that's what we're pushing, you know, the VPO is fun, friendly yeah, atmosphere, you know. So yeah. that's great. That's no, 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 no. good. Well, mate, um, it's been really good chatting with you. And um, we'll definitely chat again during the year. And, yeah, no worries at all. Yeah. So, mate, Steve, mate, we tried to call you. You could have had a couple of words. So I'm going to give your dad a shout-out. G'day, Steve. You had a chance to come on, but uh, we'll, we'll probably get him another time. Yeah, when I, when I get back uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll, um, we'll have to try and team up and, and maybe come down and see you and see how the birds are going. Yeah, why not? Yeah, let me know, yeah? Let me know. Make sure I'm home and I'm not away or anything. Yeah, give me a heads up. That'll be great. Yeah, good. No all worries right, my friend. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Tony. Thanks, Ivan. Cheers, guys. See ya. From Sandringham to South Yarra, you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. Green Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor greenvalleygrains.com. 
Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing Horses racing Cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements Available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone Peter on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Hi, I'm Stephanie Bendixson, Dementia Australia Ambassador. When you or someone you love is diagnosed with dementia, it can be a little overwhelming. Fortunately, the Dementia Guide audiobook has all the expert information you need. Get the Dementia Guide from the Dementia Australia website now. Like shocks shooting through your body. This is how some people describe their shingles pain. While in most cases it resolves on its own and most people recover fully, complications of shingles can impact your life and daily activities. Up to 99.5% of older adults already have the virus that can cause shingles. Shingles is most common in people 50 years and older, and up to one in three people risk developing shingles in their lifetime. So talk to your doctor about shingles today. Do you like gardening, flora and fauna? If the answer is yes, why not tune into Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday starting at 4pm. You'll be treated to a plethora of interviews with gardening experts and celebrities, as well as plenty of garden tips, gardening events and easy listening hit music. Whatever your interests in nature may be, you're sure to find something you love on the show. So make yourself a cup of tea or perhaps something a little bit stronger. Sit back on the porch in your garden and enjoy Molly's Blooming Hour. 
This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. Adios, amigo. Adios, my friend. The road we have traveled has come to an end When two love the same love, one love has to lose And it's you who she longs for, it's you she will choose Adios, compadre What must be, must be Remember to name one muchacho for me I ride to the Rio Where my life I will spend Adios, amigo And, uh, yeah, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show this week for Pigeon Radio. So goodbye, Mr. Tony Barbara. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Joe. And goodbye, everybody. Where from? Around the world. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Angelina, see you later. Arrivederci, Ivan. Uh, good work once again. Well done, Mr. Falcon. And um, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for next week. It's going to get better and better. Who did I have next week? Oh, anyway, we'll find out next week. Cheerio! Bye! From these memories My life I must spend Adios, amigo Adios, my friend